This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two is underway here on the Chris Salcedo Show, folks. We'll get back to um, immigration very quickly. I I just want, as you know, I'm a big fan of Feedly which is a, an RSS feed that puts together a whole bunch of uh, stories that are out there. You guys see the previews for Ghost in the Shell? It's a new movie out. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is in it. And I try not to let this ha- I, I don't do boycotts. I don't do any of that garbage. But uh, my, my po- I, I, I will tell you, my politics do somewhat inform what movies I want to go see. Am I going to go see the Avengers if she's in it? Yeah, I probably still will. But Ghost in the Shell, where she's the feature all by herself, knowing that she's a big anti-Trumpster. I, let me ask you guys this. Do, do you not patronize libs? Do you try not to support their opulent lifestyle as they as they support cats in office who work to prop up elites. I, I, I'm noticing this. Uh, it's just a preview that's sitting on one of these little uh, links that I have. It's a, it's a little, what they call it, a playing card link. Basically shows the, the picture associated with it. And it's a, it's a GIF. It's a, it's a moving picture. And it's Scarlett Johansson's character doing what Ghost in the Shell is all about. It's, some, it's something about AI or... Uh, artificial bodies uh, with minds being transferred into artificial bodies. I, I, I just saw a couple of trailers and I would just, before we came back on the air, I was wondering, yeah, you know what? Am I going to go see that? No, no. It, it, I just, and what made up my mind, it wasn't, like I said, if it was, if it was an Avengers trailer, I'd probably still go see it. Still haven't seen Logan because of Patrick Stewart. Uh, declaring he wants to become an American to come over here and undermine uh, conservatism and undermine what it basically what it is to be an American. That's why he wants to be an American to oppose my president and to oppose and to impose left wing ideology on the country and put those into political office who want to make that a reality. So I still not seen Logan, and it's not that I I said I, I'm just not going to go. I just don't, no way am I going to go 
patronize that leftist uh, Patrick Stewart. And, and you guys remember how crushed I was to find out how much of a leftist Patrick Stewart is. Uh, because he was a childhood hero of mine. But I guess the question I have for you is, and, and, and let me tell you where I'm at. It's, it's like I'm not making a special effort to go see it. You know what I mean? Where if it was Star Wars, you know, bar, you know, just keep me away. I'll be at the midnight showing. That's the way it is with me. I've really got to, I have really got to be inspired to go see a movie, in particular with how busy the Chris Salcedo show schedule is. Oh, is it? <laughs> Somebody, uh, who's, who's just tweeting in? Hold on a second. Uh, this is, whoa, Q-Ball. Q-Ball tweeting in, Ghost in the Shell is what the Matrix ripped off. Oh, so the Ghost in the Shell is not a Matrix ripoff. Ghost in the Shell must have, it must have a, a book origin that was ripped off by the Matrix with uh, Keanu Reeves. Okay. I... I, I will not make a special effort to go and see things that I know are put out that, that will that will profit leftists. I just won't. Will will it stop me from watching it? I'm not that doctrinaire. No, if, if it comes up on pay per view, I might I might drop you know if it's a, a weekend special or something like that. I might drop three bucks or four bucks for a standard view to watch it. You know, if it's Scarlett Johansson or any one of these left wingers. You know, Patrick Stewart. But I'm not going I'm not going to boycott and I'm not gonna call for people not to go see those kinds of things. I'm just that's just kind of how I feel about it. But I know other people who feel differently who will say, you know what, I, I if I find out you're a leftist, Captain America, he's a big, big lib, extremist liberal. Captain America. The guy who pe- plays Captain America. Uh am I not gonna go see Captain America in theaters? Gee, I might I might wait for it to come out on pay per view. Now that I know that he's a big lefty, I might. Whereas before, I'd probably make it a five-ticket item with the kids and the, and, and the wife to go and watch it and maybe do a, a studio movie grill or something like that experience. Uh, we, we did that with uh, – what, which one was that? Well, we, did, we do it all the animated movies, but I think the one – Age of Ultron, I think, is what we did that with the Avengers. But now that – it's not going to be a priority, and I'm not going to make it a, a family night out for my family knowing that Captain America is a big, huge lib. Why would I? I'm not going to go pay those those prices and uh, and prop up this guy. And if and if I really want to see what he's offering as far as you know, just being entertained, then I'll I'll give him the least possible by waiting until it comes out on um, on pay per view or. Or, or on demand. They don't call it pay per view anymore, do they? On demand. Or I'll uh, wait till a friend of mine buys the DVD <laughs> and I'll borrow it. Something like that. 888 933 Welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Back to Fox News detailing how these leftists across the country are vowing to defy federal immigration law. A great example. McDonald is one of the few politicians opposing a statewide sanctuary bill that would prohibit jail officials from even identifying violent criminal aliens for deportation. Now that is California. They are saying if the federal government uh, wants access to our databases showing violent criminal aliens, we don't even want to give them that. 
California is going to the mat fighting for violent illegal aliens to remain among their people. Think about that. Think about that. That's how far gone the state of California is. We can allow ICE access to those individuals. That's a system that by and large works very well for us at this point. And that's one of the main reasons that uh, I look at uh, Senate Bill 54 as something that is unnecessary at this point. While California may enact a sanctuary policy, other states are making them illegal. Lawmakers in Florida, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Wisconsin, and Texas have introduced bills to penalize sanctuary cities financially. Yes. And then I, I want to go one step further. I want to cr- criminalize lawmakers who institute these policies. Put them in jail and have them forfeit their seats. That's what I want. I want to see these Democrat mayors, these liberal extremists perp walked for violating the law. I, I, that's just that's just how I that's, that's how strongly I feel about it. The, the the mayor of Los Angeles belongs in jail. The mayor of San Francisco belongs in jail. The mayor of New York belongs in jail for for taking the stances and implementing policies that run counter to federal immigration law. And protecting illegal immigrant felons. WBZ. Up in Massachusetts, reporting, this is a CBS affiliate up there in, uh, in New England, reporting that one of their elected leaders, a state rep, actually warned illegal immigrant criminals that ICE may be coming their way. You're not going to believe this. A state representative posted online warnings to her constituents about upcoming immigration rates. The Brockton lawmaker warned people who might face deportation to actually stay inside. She says tonight that she was just passing along a rumor, but critics say she's putting law enforcement in danger. And she is. Consider this. You are one of, again, I want to remind you, Federal authorities are not going after, you know, cooks inside of a restaurant. They're not going after uh, women who make beds in hotels. They're going after illegal immigrant felons. You know, like the ones in Hempstead, New York. That guy who stabbed two women and raped a two-year-old. That guy. That's who they're going after. And that's who this elected representative in Massachusetts wanted to protect. David, we're getting mixed reaction about that Facebook post from all over the country, including reaction from a local sheriff who is testifying before Congress today on the topic of illegal immigration. State Rep. Michelle Dubois putting out the warning on Facebook about potential ICE raids in Brockton on March 28th and 29th, saying it's a rumor she's heard from the immigration community. This is scary to leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm Hispanic. I got an accent. Immigration advocates in Brockton are applauding Representative Dubois for spreading the word. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Well, you know what? Just having an accent doesn't make you illegal, sweetheart. The fact that your legal status has no nothing to do with your accent and good for her. So here's this Miss Dubois who put these law enforcement officials in danger. Because remember, these are the worst of the worst. Now, what if they're what if they're arms trafficking or what if they what if they've got illegal weapons and they know that ICE is on the way to come and round them up courtesy of an elected Democrat? What are they going to do? Set up an ambush, maybe kill some cops, kill some federal agents. And 
one thinks that the, the the lawmaker, the Democrat lawmaker, is like good, then they won't come back in the cities and and uh, target our illegal immigrant felons anymore because we love our illegal immigrant felons in Democrat cities, don't we? Good grief, these people are sick. These people are sick. Now, the sheriff you heard mentioned by WBZ, his name's Thomas Hodgson. He was up on, um, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, H-O-D-G-S-O-N, Hodgson. Anyway, he was up on Capitol Hill testifying, and you'll hear what he had to say. He's with me. He wants to throw these elected leaders in jail when they aid illegal immigrant felons. Back in a minute, the Salcedo Show on The Blaze. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Listening to the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, the WBZ report up in um, up in New England was talking about the Massachusetts Sheriff uh, Thomas Hodgson. I, I don't exactly know how you pronounce his name. H O D G S O N. Is it Hodgson? Hodgson. And uh, anyway, he is with me, saying that these elected Democrats uh, not only do they not deserve their jobs they're violating their oaths but when they like the folks in california are proposing to do will stand in the way of of the feds enforcing immigration law to deport illegal alien criminals when they when they vow to stand in the way they need to be prosecuted they need to be put in jail and i'm i'm looking forward to the day of seeing democrats in shackles our law enforcement team as an opposing team that consists of local officials elected or appointed who have created and advocated sanctuary cities, states, communities, and even colleges. What a statement. Those in law enforcement have adversaries and they're elected leaders. They're Democrats. Extremist libs are adversaries, and I call them the anti-rule of law party. This is further evidence of it. Here's a sheriff testifying before Congress saying, yeah, my opposition, I'm not only battling the bad guys, I'm battling extremist liberal Democrats who want to, who are standing up for the bad guys. They are our adversaries. What a statement that is. The, the, the Democrat Party, and we've known this about them, but the Democrat Party is is antithetical to the civilized society. These officials pledge not to work with, cooperate, or even communicate with federal immigration enforcement. As a result, these safe zones have become magnets for illegal aliens, some of which have violent criminal records. At best, sanctuary cities are a direct violation of of trust between the legal residents 
and the elected officials who took an oath to protect them at all costs. At the worst, it's careless, illegal, and extremely dangerous. If these sanctuary cities are going to harbor and conceal criminally illegal aliens from ICE, which is in direct violation of Title VIII of the U.S. Code. In direct violation of Title VIII of the U.S. Code. Federal arrest warrants should be issued for their elected officials. Can I get an amen? I am so sick and tired of Democrats getting away with illegal activity. I'm, I'm just done. I'm done. Now, speaking of uh, Democrats who are reprobates, uh, this is a favorite of the Chris Salcedo show. Representative Luis Gutierrez, he is a extremist liberal. He was just recently arrested himself. Uh, a fine, a fine example of what it is to be a Democrat. He was listening to this testimony in Congress about uh, from from the sheriff and from others who are saying, you know, it's a bad idea to violate law. And here comes Mr. Gutierrez lying to the American people to justify his political party's continued advocacy for the breaking of U.S. law. But it really doesn't. We're not here to solve a problem. We're here to say that immigrants are drunk drivers, murderers, rapists, and what else, and gang members. Who's saying that? First off, we, we, there are those in that population, Ms. Gutierrez, and you are a... You're a filthy liar if you, you are saying there are no rapists coming across that border. There's no drug dealers coming across that border. There are no uh, uh, murderers coming across that border. You're a sick man if, you th- if you're trying to tell the American people, which is this, this is why he's trying to do this. He's trying to shame people and just into saying, well, just because it's not all. That means unless it's all those all those people coming across that border are felons, then you can't stop them. What? Now, we now I know now Representative Luis Gutierrez doesn't know because he's a Democrat and brains. God gave a soda biscuit. uh, Probably not. But there we don't have the ability at the border right now because our system doesn't allow to. Oh, you're a good illegal alien and you're a good illegal alien. Oh, but you're a you're a felon. You get to stay. You know, you can't come in. No, no, no. That's not happening. Luis Gutierrez maybe pretends in his little imagine his little imagination that that actually happens, but that doesn't happen. So in Mr. Gutierrez's efforts to allow illegal immigrants into this country, he is also allowing those folks that he just articulated. But it really doesn't. We're not here to solve a problem. We're here to say that immigrants are drunk drivers. Some of them are. Murderers. Some of them are. Rapists. And some of them are. And what else? And gang members. And some of them are. Uh, Mr. Gutierrez, are you familiar with MS-13? Do you even know what MS-13 is? Probably not. Because in his mind... When illegal aliens commit felonies and violence, it's A-OK in his book. He's a Democrat. But he's, again, he's showing a tremendous amount of ignorance. Now, here's where he gets into the lying part. Because it doesn't change. But that shouldn't surprise us since we have a president that said that all Mexicans are murderers, drunk rapists, and drug dealers. Did our president actually say that all Mexicans are drunk dealer drug dealers and rapists did did our president actually say that oh no you see representative luis gutierrez is a is a filthy stinking rotten liar he is a loudmouth leftist latino this is why i oppose him because he gives all of the, all of the rest of us latinos a bad name because you know if, if you are not a particularly informed person you're going to think that all latinos lie just like representative luis gutierrez does 
Donald Trump did not say all Mexicans. Here's what Mr. Trump actually said. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. See, that's a far cry from what Representative Luis Gutierrez just said. A congressman, if you can believe it. Uh, Mr. Trump did not say all. Mr. Trump actually uttered a truism. Those populations are represented by those illegally entering the country. And to Representative Luis Gutierrez, how many murders by illegal aliens are acceptable to you, sir? And this is a question that will never be asked because he's a Democrat and the press doesn't ask tough questions of Democrats. But, sir, how many illegal aliens killing Americans are acceptable to you? How many rapes are acceptable to you to continue this nonsense, this rampant illegal immigration and accommodation of illegal aliens in sanctuary cities all over the country? How many, sir? Give us a round number so we know where you Democrats actually stand. Back in a minute, Mary Ramirez shows up on the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show, we will solve the riddle. What do Maxine Waters and Hillary Clinton, a bunch, uh, a couple of leftists, and Bill O'Reilly from the Fox News Channel and the Godfather of Soul all have in common? It's all coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. All will be revealed. Uh, Mary Ramirez joining us right now here on the Chris Salcedo Show. A day early because tomorrow we will be off. So, hey, Mary, welcome. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. And, and thank you very much for getting your piece done uh, a day early. I was uh, going to say, Chris, you're cramping my style uh, here. Trying. Like, come on. Trying. <laughs> it's got some personal things to take care of. So look, uh, what is on your agenda this week? Well, you know, Chris, I, I, to your last hour's point, I was actually going to write about immigration this week because it's got me fired up just as, as much as it does you. But then something happened today that I, I just felt like I couldn't ignore. And I'd love your thoughts on it, too. But President Trump said something um, that I couldn't ignore, especially given my, my promise uh, these months back to, to speak out when I felt that he was doing something wrong. And it was a tweet that he sent out. He said, the Freedom Caucus will, will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they don't get on the team and fast. We must fight them and Democrats in 2018. And that really took me aback. You know, and I get it. It's, it's not the first time that he's done something that doesn't really jibe with, you know, conservative principles. And, and, you know, I kind of expected that there would be a few of those things because, you know, he's not a dyed in the wool conservative. But I, I had hoped, given his business acumen, um, that, that, that that would dictate a little common sense. You know, if you look at it from a business perspective, if you walked into a failing business, uh, you know, that had been doing things the wrong way or the same way for X amount of years, I, I don't think he would say, well, gee, let's build on this swamp. No, common sense would dictate that, that something needs to change. And so I was sort of hoping that he might maybe take that stance when he came into Washington. And, and, and call me crazy, but, but when you're <laughs> crazy, representatives, Sorry. <laughs> when congressional representatives who represent change 
okay, that the very change that Donald Trump is talking about, the Freedom Caucus, for example, are all like, you know, danger, Will Robinson, about something, in particular Trump here, wouldn't common sense dictate that, that Trump should stop and, and listen to that instead of threatening them? That it just It just really shocked me. Well, and what you've got, got to understand me- is that those who have Mr. Trump's ear are mm-hmm. are the likes of Paul Ryan and, and the GOP establishment. Right. So well, what, no. what 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 Trump is getting? Uh, he's a he's a political neophyte, right? Right. The the impression of the Freedom Caucuses he's getting are from former members like Congressman Ted Poe saying that, right. that if it was the Ten Commandments up for a vote, then they wouldn't approve it. Uh, he they they are portraying the Freedom Caucus to the the president as a bunch of guys who are just can never get to yes can never compromise and and i think he's getting bad information but that's that seems to be what donald trump is um and now you'd think that somebody who recognizes disparate interests mm-hmm. in any negotiation should be able to recognize wait a minute this is this is what the the establishment thinks of the freedom caucus uh, right. You know, the the Freedom Caucus would have quite a different take and that he would take that into consideration be- before jumping on Twitter. But I'm with you. Right. I, I I don't know that he is doing much good for no. anybody going after the Freedom Caucus. No, and I'm and I don't want anyone to think that I'm giving up on Donald Trump and somehow I'm throwing in my hat and this is it. And oh, my gosh, you know, no, I, I, I agree with you. He probably is getting bad information because currently he's he's got. He's surrounded by people that it's in their best interest to give him bad information. About and Mike the Pence knows better. Than, Mike Pence should right. know better than See that, than any of this. That's my concern is that you've got a guy. OK, Donald Trump, I think most people will admit, has incredible business acumen. I mean, he is an incredibly wealthy and successful man. OK, so he's not dumb. Right. And, and, and then he brings in people like Pence and others, surrounds himself with fairly decent people that you would think are you know, going to be standing there saying, no, hang on. Hang on just a second here. We need to talk about this. OK, that that's where I'm concerned, because, see, it, it's we're dealing with something so much bigger here. It's not just a matter of winning or, you know, getting something accomplished for the sake of accomplishing something. We're dealing with principles here. He talks about making America great again, which is I, I believe in that. We have fallen from where we once were. But that indicates that he understands that it once was great. Well, why is that? Why is it great when so many other nations we've talked about this before? So many other nations have failed in this sort of miserable spiral of, of dictatorship and oppression. Right. So. Again, that's where I'm not understanding where that, that common sense is not, you know, sort of raising a flag here with him. That, gee, we've been doing the same thing in Washington for the last X amount of years, and it's, it's, it's yielded the same result. So when you've got a group of people that are over here saying, whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, why wouldn't it behoove him? Why wouldn't he listen to them is my concern. You know, and, and what we have to understand as, as, as conservatives, and I think you and I talked about this when I first said, okay, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. We conservatives have to be ringing this bell constantly and over and over again, that without conservative principles, even stumbled upon by accident, we cannot have a conservative outcome. It's just like, uh, Chris, I don't know if you know the story of of Thomas Paine, who ironically in this instance wrote Common Sense. He went over to France and he thought that that the French Revolution was going to be the same as the American Revolution. He tried to get George Washington to, to... uh, jump on board with it. He thought it was going to be the same type of thing. And Washington said, you know, no, no, it's not. It's not because we're not dealing in principles here. It's it's not the same thing. Of course, he ignored him and <laughs> ended up in the Bastille. 
but we have to be sounding the bell about principles. It's not about just winning or getting something passed. And, and I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's surrounding himself with the wrong people or well, not listening to the good people he has surrounded himself about with. About the Freedom Caucus, too. Um, you know, they have to be ready to mm-hmm. say, uh, if we get 75 to 80 percent of what we want, we'll call it a victory. Now, yeah, and I'm, not... I, and I'm not alleging for one second that that what what Paul Ryan was offering in that repeal bill was anywhere near no. close to 75 or 80 percent. No. Um, and again, there there ha- they've got to play this thing smart. And I, they I do. don't I don't know that that it, it seemed to me to be a capit- Paul Ryan's bill seemed to be a capitulation and acceptance of an entitlement mm-hmm. and. And not actually trying to get conservative principles in there to roll back that entitlement. Um, and I think that's where the Freedom Caucus, one of their primary stances was, look, we got to get rid of this. We can't accept it. So what's the name of the piece, Mary? Yes, Chris, it's Take Heed, Mr. President. You're biting the hand that elected you. Oh. And that is on my blog, A Future Free, and I'll tweet it out right after this segment. Thank you, lady. Appreciate it. Mary Ramirez, everybody. Uh, since we're off tomorrow, Mary, have a great weekend. You too, Chris. All right, girl. Thank you very much for being here on the Chris Salcedo Show. All right. Let's answer the riddle. What do the leftists, Hillary Clinton, Maxine Waters, Bill O'Reilly, and the godfather of soul have in common? Well, it all started with this soundbite that we brought you earlier in the week. Maxine Waters uh, behaving like, well, a, a, a buffoon. We have suffered discrimination. We have, dis- we have suffered isolation and undermining. But we stand up for America oftentimes when others who think they are more patriotic, who say they are more patriotic, do not. When we fight against this president and we point out how dangerous he is for this society and for this country, we're fighting for the democracy. <laughs> Right. Uh, anytime the Democrats oppose somebody, they're fighting for the democracy. Uh, but anytime we oppose one of their occupiers of the Oval Office, like we oppose Barack Obama, oh, we're racists. Yeah. We, so anyway, Maxine Waters, a whole bunch of non sequiturs in there, a whole bunch of uh, of idiocy. Of course, it's always patriotic when Democrats dissent. But when uh, conservatives dissent, oh, we're, we're just crazy, right? We're fighting for America. We're saying to those who say they're patriotic, but they turned a blind eye to the destruction that he's about to to cause. This. They turned they turned past tense, a blind eye to the destruction he's about to cause. <laughs> uh, the woman's insane, clearly. Now, Fox and Friends plays the sound clip that you just heard of Maxine Waters. And Bill O'Reilly's making the rounds and promoting his new book. And, well, he had uh, some things to say about Maxine Waters and that soundbite. And they wanted to know, hey, Bill, what did you think about what Maxine, the rambling, idiotic statements of Maxine Waters? And Bill O'Reilly said this. I didn't hear a word she said. I was, I was looking at the James Brown wig. <laughs> Uh, if we have a picture of James, it's the same. It's the same one. Right. Okay. Now, he got in trouble for this. He got in trouble for and, and actually apologized for this by by saying that the representative from California, Maxine Waters, the socialist, uh, the woman who we've said is dumber than a sack of rocks, and we have evidence to prove it, that. He had to apologize for saying 
that she had James Brown hair. <laughs> so uh, my my big question is, what's wrong with James James Brown's hair? I'm looking at pictures of James Brown, and that that's one cool cat. James Brown is cool, and so and you know what? The fact that James Brown hair looks good on both sexes actually actually uh, testifies to its superiority. <laughs> so th- this is I I don't understand why this is being regarded. Some are calling this racist <laughs> racist right saying that that maxine waters had james brown hair <laughs> we'll get into that the other side of the break the salcedo show on the blaze keep up with the chris salcedo show on facebook and on twitter at chris salcedo tx just another way to stay in touch with chris on the blaze radio network <laughs> Salcedo Show. Listen, dial, speak. 888-900-3393. I didn't hear a word she said. I was, <laughs> I was looking at the James Brown wig. <laughs> it, if we have a picture of James, it's the same. It's w- the same one. Right. No, and okay. he's not using I it anymore. Defend just, on you guys really are all, you're all wrong about I have this. to defend her on that. She's a, you can't go after a woman's looks. I think she's very attractive. But she, I didn't say she wasn't attractive. Her I love pretty. James Brown. But it's yeah. the same hair James exactly. Brown, are the godfather of soul, had. So he had girl hair. I, whatever it is, I just couldn't get by it. I'll you're all them. wrong about Maxine Waters. Number one, she's a sincere individual. Whatever she says, she believes. She's not mm-hmm. a phony. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's a full-blown socialist. Full tilt, anti-American, blown, full-blown socialist. So yeah, she's a committed leftist. Don't don't misunderstand. And now now our rally had to apologize for it, but now of course this is all being spun negatively. And again, for the record, I think James Brown hair is cool. <laughs> so, who is weighing in on this? The third piece of the well, actually fourth. You got Maxine Waters, Bill O'Reilly, the Godfather of Soul. And look who's come out of the woods. Just look at all that's happened in the last few days to women who were simply doing their jobs. April Ryan, a respected journalist with... Who says she's respected? Who who says April Ryan is a respected... Well, who says she's a journalist? Who says she's respected? Good grief. A respected journalist because she's she's left-wing biased. That's why Hillary Clinton respects her. Unrivaled integrity. <laughs> Unrivaled integrity. Right. Okay, whatever. Doing her job just this afternoon in the White House press room when she was patronized and cut off trying to ask a question. One of your own California congresswomen. Wait a minute. Back to back to Spicer. S- Spicer had this, and we talked to you guys about this with uh, April Ryan and Spicer. He gave her like five minutes. And this back and forth, she she dominated the press conference, the uh, the press availability, the press briefing. She wasn't cut off. Good grief. So 
Respect it. Now, now, of course, Hillary Clinton, I want whatever she was smoking out there in the woods. She's, she's, this is, this is an evil man exploiting a vulnerable woman, denigrating a vulnerable woman. And then, then she gets the Maxine Waters thing. One of your own California congresswomen, Maxine Waters, was taunted with a racist joke about her hair. Racist? How is saying that her hair looks like James Brown at all racist? I don't I don't understand. Again, I want whatever she was smoking out there in the in the woods. Oh, it's a racist. It's a racist comment. James Brown hair is not racist. There's nothing racist about James Brown hair. James Brown hair is cool, Hillary. What the hell's the matter with you? Now, too many women, especially women of color, have had a lifetime of practice taking precisely these kinds of indignities in stride. But why should we have to? (sighs) Indignity. I'm telling you tomorrow, if somebody says, hey, you got James Brown hair, I am not looking at it as an indignity. I'm just saying. Now, we, we understand why Hillary Clinton's doing all of this. All I have to say is, please, please run again. Please, Hillary Clinton, run again. We want Hillary. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, I, I think... Is that about all we can fit in today, guys? I think that's about all we can fit in today. I mean, we could do one more, you know, uh, chant in honor of what's her name, <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. No, I think I think we're we're gonna end it right there because uh, I've got an early weekend to start, and I I know you got I know you guys have one more full day to put in, and 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 I and I feel badly for that, but we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Um, We'll, of course, be watching what's going on with the Senate Intelligence Committee meeting today. And, gee, they're going to be told once again, hey, guess what? No evidence of collusion. And we're going to still continue on because that's what the press will do. Hey, remember, everybody, a society's worth isn't measured by how much power is seized by its government, but rather how much power is reserved for we, the people. Have yourselves a fantastic day. See you next Monday right here on The Blaze. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.